Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. I think, I think control growth is really important. Um, so, you know, once you, you deep dive into, into a suburb and, and you, you've, um, you've got the area, you've, you've got the building, then you've got to negotiate. And then all of a sudden you've got all these different parts to, to manage. So having really strong systems and processes and a really good team is key. Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute show. The purpose of the show is to bring awareness to buyers agents, to bring awareness around the career opportunities that the buyers agent sector is providing to people, to bring awareness around the value that buyers agents are providing to people who need help buying property. Our goal with the show is to really strip back and dive into the remarkable stories and journeys of buyers agents who are paving the way forward in one of the fastest growing career sectors in real estate right now. Our guest today is a special one. His name is Paul Mollica. He's here from Sydney. He has 20 years experience. He's been self-employed in the financial planning space. He's written a book on personal finance. He's very passionate about property investment. We're gonna talk and dive into this whole concept around leverage, which he really enjoys talking about. He's got a very strong opinion on super, which we're also gonna dive into, and hopefully we're gonna really flesh that one out. And he really has had a passion again to the buyer's agent space, primarily to focus on providing quality advice. He is the director and founder and buyer's agent at Wealth Key Property. Today, I'd like to introduce Paul Mollica. Welcome, Paul. Ben, hi. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. I don't know where we start. Do we dive into super or do we dive into leverage with property? Well, it's your show, Ben. So where do you want to start? Let's talk about super. He's gone straight for the throat. <laughs> I just thought we'd just dive straight. No, because you obviously, you've got a lot of experience in this space. A lot of people think they have experience and don't. So it'd be good to, I guess, just get a bit of insight around just, I guess, just your perspective on, on super. It's, it's a very interesting and highly regulated industry. Um, there's a, a lot of money in there. There's a lot of what I would call a false sense of economy around superannuation. I spent 20 years as a financial planner. I've now left that business and I'm a full-time buyer's agent. I was a part-time buyer's agent before uh, and I'm also a passionate property investor myself. So I've joined the dots between how people have created wealth with property uh, versus how they've created wealth with superannuation and other assets and uh, I've landed firmly on this side of the fence. And what side of the fence is that? The side of the fence that says uh, use leverage wisely and buy property and over time you will, you'll do fine. And when you were working as a financial planner, I guess if clients were coming to you saying, hey, we want to get into direct property, how would you, how would you deal with that? Uh, the thing with property is that it's not a regulated financial asset. So by default, there's a 
there's a strong bias against property from people that can't make a quid out of it. So there's like this, this blind spot. Um, and as the walls have come down and financial planners and accountants and, and mortgage brokers and other professionals have um, sort of built wealth or seen wealth being built through property, um, the eyes have been opened up a little bit. When you were working in the financial planning space, were you, you were doing buyer's agent work then? I was, yeah. Yeah, I was one of the very few licensed um, financial planners that also had my real estate licence. So uh, I, was, I was very firm on that. About halfway through my 20-year career, uh, I started investing in property myself. And I joined the dots and thought, all these, all these clients that have a decent amount of wealth, they're Sydney homeowners and they've got um, six, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars perhaps in super. And I was helping pre-retiree and retiree clients and wondering and asking the question, how'd you get there? And a lot of the time uh, they'd bought a property 10 or 20 years ago. They'd uh, had a property that had grown their own wealth, the family home, or they'd inherited a property. Next to none of them saved their way to wealth, which leads me on to leverage. Yeah. That makes sense though. I can see that, especially where we are today with the world as it is. I mean, consumer spending so high and people accumulating so much debt on, on credit card and there doesn't seem to be like a new wave of like, let's save. And it doesn't seem like it's been there for a while either. It's just impossible to save your way to wealth. And interest rates are so low at the moment. If, if I can buy a quality asset in a growth area for someone that's delivering, say, a 5% rental yield, and they're paying three and a bit in interest rates, it neutrals itself out. Mm. So the question to ask my clients, if fear isn't holding them back and they're, they're buying quality assets is, if it costs you next to nothing per month to hold a three, four, $500,000 asset, how long can you hold it for? And the answer is, as long as you damn well please. What do you see as common mistakes, whether you were, and you might have seen this when you were working in the financial planning space with some of your clients, but mm. where do you see people go wrong with, with buying resi property? Like investment, not, not own a rock where they've inherited or they've bought a family home, but more when they're investing. They're sold schemes. Yeah. They're sold schemes. So um, crappy build quality, um, uh, investor slums, um, marketing companies that are offering $25,000, $35,000 in commission um, and buying solely on shiny new products that have a depreciation schedule. You've got some, you've got some experience well, there. I've seen it and people fall for it. They do. It's like their attention goes depreciation schedule and they forget about the product that they yeah. buy. Yeah, and it's smoke and mirrors and a lot of it's just bullshit. And, and, and it's rubbish stock. I've developed a system in the business called the ABCs. So when you're looking at the ABCs, you look at the area, then you look at the building itself, what's in, what's in demand, what's livability, can I add value to it? Is there a decent block of dirt under it? So the area, the building, and then cash flow is last and comparables. 
I like it. A, B, double C, hey? You've kicked off Wealth Key Property. I know you're, you're kicking big goals and sure. I knew it was going to move quick. So now working with clients, for example, that are coming to you specifically to buy property. Yes. How do you compare that experience? You know, because obviously you had 20 years in the, the fin planning space, right? Like how do you compare now the, the client experience, the journey? It must be different. Oh, it's night and day. It is night and day. Uh, the amount of rubbish and compliance and and complexity that was in in that that financial planning world that didn't rep, didn't protect anyone because uh, you can give bad advice in a compliant way uh, and there's also dodgy real estate agents and and dodgy dodgy marketers out there for property as well but the question was how do i compare the experience i i jump out of bed mate i love it i love it and i love I love project managing the process. So I only make people two promises. One is that I'll get you invested because time poor, don't know where to start. We've got this whole, what I call the circle of confusion, you know, house or unit, regional city, you know, what price point, etc. So the two promises, I'll get you invested and I'll keep you safe. That's it. Powerful promise. I keep it. It's compelling. Yeah. So clients, I mean, you've obviously built up 20 years self-employed in the fin planning space. You've obviously built up a serious book of clients who like and trust you and you've done work with. Have you felt like a lot of your clients naturally have come from past dealings or is, is it a new new wave of new clients coming to you? Yeah, there's, look, there's a, I'm promoting my, my property business in its own right. Um, so I can't actively pursue uh, for commercial reasons, I can't actively pursue my, my previous clients, but maybe, maybe they'll see this video. But uh, yeah, a, a lot of new stuff. And, um, and I'm working the, the business to business referrals. We, we've got some, I think, some fairly uh, realistic goals, and that, that is to help 50 to 70 families per year to get invested safely in areas that have got good growth drivers, um, where they're not going to have high vacancy rates, they're not going to have dodgy assets. So we manage the building and pest, the, um, introduce them to, to conveyances and lawyers and all that sort of things that, that um, can be very confusing, particularly when you're buying interstate. Mm. But the interesting thing is that a lot of the clients we're working with now um, want to buy two and three properties with us immediately. So that's a really nice feeling when you've just gone unconditional on a property and you get a text from the client saying, thanks, can we go again? <laughs> so is that stemming from your first initial discussions with them about a strategy or are they just coming to you saying, we're ready to, we want to go again? Like, is, is that, I guess the question is, has that been uh, pre-framed earlier on around this is part of the plan and then they're just comfortable to go again now or are they just bringing it up to you? It depends on the client. A lot of the times it is pre-famed. I've, I've got a one-page worksheet and I've been talking to people about their money stuff and their life stuff for 20-odd uh, years. So I, I get the strategic intent and I get that you've been working your ass off, paying tax for the last, you know, 30 years for a lot of my clients, are, you know, uh, around 50. Um, and you've only got X amount in super. What the hell's going on there? Um, and I can overlay that with my own property journey and say, well, you know, I've got 200 grand in super and $2 million worth of property assets or whatever it is and, and, and show them real examples. But 
Uh, the beauty of this business is that no one needs to be sold on property. They get it. But they're getting extra value with you. Like when you said earlier around um, your experience with financial planning, talking about managing money and mm. just, just lifestyle and understanding and getting awareness around super and just how to do things. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's an extra added bow they're going to get when they come to you for the buyer's agent service. Look, I'm not licensed as a financial planner anymore, but no one can take my knowledge and my connections away from me. So uh, like a really classic example is that if you've got, um, you're right for me to just unpack a bit of a case study yeah, for you. Yeah. So you've got a mum and dad that are earning 150 grand a year combined. So they've got say 15,000 odd going into superannuation each year. They might have $300,000 in assets there uh, and they'll be paying between two and 3% in fees. Right? So that's between seven and $10,000 in fees. Mm. If they took 150,000 of that money and used it as a deposit and costs against a $450,000 asset, mm. a property, then they still had 150 left over. They're only borrowing 70 or 75% of the cost of the property, so it's positive cash flow. Mm. It's spitting off rent and they're controlling $600,000 in assets that they're not losing sleep at night over instead of $300,000 worth of assets that they're getting belted on fees for. That is really exciting to be able to do that for people for a, for a long play, for a seven to 10 to 15 year play. How do they respond when, they, when you first break down an example like that, when they're unaware of that example? Most people just ask if it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Is this all above board, Paul? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, that, 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 that's exciting. I mean, and that's, I guess, this is the value that people get coming to, to Wealth Key Property. It's not just about... <sighs> Money's just an idea, and, it, and it's pretty, pretty basic when you break it down to its core, which is why I wrote the, the book that I, I, I published a few years ago. But like, essentially, if, if you and I are in a race and, and you know, you're earning 150 a year, I'm earning 150 a year, and, and you've got... $300,000 in, in superannuation, uh, going up and down with the market, getting you know fees taken out of it, um, and I'm controlling property, and, and, and both assets perform at, at the same rate. It might be 6% a year. I think actually ASIC Money Smart website says that direct property will perform over a 10-year average at 6.3%, shares 6.5%. Okay. okay, so you're going to beat me by... Point two, okay. But getting back to the race, you're controlling three hundred thousand worth of assets. I'm controlling six hundred thousand worth of assets, and we've both got fifteen or twenty years till retirement. Mm. I'm going to beat you because compounding says that if something doubles twice over a period of time, right? You'll go from three to six to one point two. Mm. I'll go from six to one point two to two point four. I've just belted you. Mm, and all I've, done, all I've done is use leverage and compound interest. So, yeah, using property as the vehicle. Absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't think there's a lot of people who are, especially in the buyer's agent space that I know of, who are, who are really playing it, who really understand this space and are playing in it. So it's obviously a big opportunity for you. Yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, it's a big opportunity for the mum and dad consumer, more to the point. So, Paul, you've obviously started WealthKey. You've kicked off the ground quickly, a lot of quiet acquisition, a lot of purchases, mm -hmm. and it's no surprise. I guess with any new business, like you know, it comes a lot of learning. 
do you mind sharing, I guess, maybe some things that have popped up that maybe surprised you, bit you in the ass, or maybe didn't? Just, I guess, anything that you, um, you think it's worth sharing. I think, I think controlled growth is really important. Um, so, you know, once you, you deep dive into a, into a suburb and, and you, you've, um, you've got the area, you've, you've got the building, then you've got to negotiate. And then all of a sudden you've got all these different parts to, to manage. So having really strong systems and processes and a really good team is key. So I've got a great in-house team. We, um, we do research, outsource research, yeah. but then due to the RONA, I've had to have uh, acquisitions teams set up interstate because that's where I'm buying a lot of value for my clients. And that has proved to be really awesome because I can build in efficiencies. Not only have I got interstate partners that will do video walkthroughs and, and have really good suburb knowledge, but clients now um, are more accepting of doing a Zoom meeting. So, so not having to go and pay for parking and, and you know, spend, spending three hours doing a one hour meeting uh, is, is really good. So yeah, it's just controlled growth and, and having some fun along the way, but, but looking after each client um, from beginning to end. Yeah, I love what you say. You said teamwork, systems, processes. I mean, the pillars of any business, and you seem to have obviously understood that and nailed that early on, which is which is important. And that's how that's how you do grow. But you talk about controlled growth, but when you do get that dialed in, you can grow at a speed. I had a little bit of a head start though, Ben, because I've been working on this stuff for years as a part-time proposition, and and now I've I've bitten the bullet and gone full-time, and I can simply help more people. It's as it's so good. What's the future of, of, I know you've just started, but obviously is there like next 12 months, I know you said you're looking to, was it 50 to 70 families you're looking to, yeah. to buy for? Is there anything else on the agenda for Wealthkey property for this, this FY? We'd, we'd like to, um, I've got a, a really good support person at the moment that uh, I'd like to get licensed up so that there's two buyers agents and one support staff. But like most areas of my life, I'm making it up as I go along. I love it. Good stuff. And where can people find you? Wealthkeyproperty.com.au and uh, Wealthkey Property on Facebook as well. Love it. And book, title of the book? Uh, your Money Boat. I'll send you a copy. Yeah, I've got to read that one. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's got your personality in it that I'm, I'm reading. It's, uh, a lot of people have said to me, uh, reading this book, it's like hearing your voice and it's, <laughs> it's driving me a bit crazy. So I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I'll take it. I think it's a compliment. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Ben. For those that are listening... It's pretty rare that you've got someone like Paul with literally 20 years of financial planning experience. Obviously, he's not licensed as a financial planner anymore. However, I guess going to someone like Paul, you're not just getting the stock standard, uh, I guess, buyer's agent experience. You're going to get a wealth of knowledge prior. And as Paul said, he's focusing on investment. He's buying interstate. So I'd highly recommend check out Paul at Wealth Key Property. It's on the, on the screen. Um, as you can see, massive, big personality, lovely guy. Uh, hope you really enjoyed this episode. See you next week. To find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.